everybody, and hey welcome guys. to the Beach It Theory. I almost said house. Uh, Michael <laughs> usually does this theory. part. <laughs> welcome to the Beach Theory. <laughs> now you have to burp. This is I season three. Good job. Yeah. I'm proud of you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> season three. Season three. Three. This is exciting. We've documented our entire childhood and lives together. Yep. That means we've documented like 30 years of life. That's pretty cool. Over like, I don't know how many episodes we've done now, but it's been like a year and a half since we started this podcast. I'm I'm really excited because... Um, I think we're almost at 100 episodes. Wow. Ultimately, we want to have like a book, turn that, like turn all of this I do. into a book. And um, I was just barely thinking about that. Like, you know, if we turn it into a book, it's kind of the same as if you have a good editor or not a good editor with a video. Like, I think it could be a really interesting story if we get somebody that could pin it together in the correct way you know what i mean mm, i kind of want to do that so you I, do? I, I, I wanna, he's always wanted to write a book i want to transcribe all the podcasts yeah and then i want to put it into like the right order it would and... it would really read like you were listening to the conversation mm -hmm. basically it would be no different if you listened to it watched it on youtube or read the book mm -hmm. you're going to get the same experience yeah. across the board except that with reading the book you won't hear the emotion and all that yeah kind of stuff. but how which is really... important with some of the things but that's yeah. always important that's well, always hard I mean, to a book, it that's where you need a good editor that's what i'm saying because like if you have a good editor then they'll be able to express the emotion that's necessary for those stories right in a like unless the book is literally way. just conversations with michael and rebecca you know something <laughs> yeah. like that um, it's not going to read like a novel so something subject change but something that um yeah what's today's topic what's the to topic? talk about is wait before you get into that guys leave us some comments because for season yes. three we want to have it be much more like interactive like we're going to talk about like specifically theories about ideas and ways of life and ways of being like we really talked a lot about our history in the first two seasons but season three we're going to mix it up and it's going to be a lot more like q a with you guys so give us topics specifically that you want us to talk about maybe things that you're struggling with in your life and you need some advice or guidance or direction and i'm not saying that we know everything but that's at least we could give you our perspective yeah well i mean this is our theory right like it's just a conversation we're having and I, that's actually kind of what I wanted to talk about is like, we love having deep conversations about things that really matter. Like, yes, we joke. We joke all day, every day. Like we're always making jokes and trying to crack each Especially other up her. and make each other laugh. <laughs> what, did, what joke did I make today? Oh, I, I said a bad joke today. Never mind. I can't say <laughs> it on here. <laughs> actually, I can say it on here. It was a dirty <laughs> You know, when like somebody's really innocent and they say the wrong thing, I was hoping that it would come across that way. <laughs> and Michael was like, Michael was totally like, you know what you're saying, right? <laughs> <laughs> but it was funny because I was sitting in the shower, which is where I have all of my deepest thoughts. And um, I was thinking about this clothing rack that I put up on Facebook for sale. And I've been having a lot of interest in it. And I was like, oh, I want to tell Michael about that. And then I was like, I know exactly how to tell Michael about that. Hey, tons of people love my rack. You're like, I took a picture of my rack and put it up online. I put it on Facebook. I've been getting lots of messages. Tons of, I've been getting a lot of really interested messages. 
interested in my rack. <laughs> I tried to say it so seriously. <laughs> I was like, do you even realize what you're saying right now? You probably have no idea. And I was you're like, so innocent. <laughs> and I was trying so hard to get him to believe that I was that innocent. And then eventually I was just like, you know, my clothing rack. And he's like, oh. <laughs> Ha ha ha. Uh, it's that type You're of thing. So all, funny. That type of thing all the time. <laughs> Except for not usually with a bad joke. <laughs> yeah, that's about as dirty as you get. <laughs> but it was really funny. <laughs> Anyways. Um so let's talk about fighting. Okay. What is the worst fight you've ever been in in your entire life that you can remember? Ooh, his eyebrows just got raised up. I was not expecting that question. Ooh. I don't try to remember those experiences. You buried them in your the recesses of your brain I somewhere. They never happened. Well, usually when I forget or forgive someone, you else, forget about I it. Forget about it. Just pretend like it never happened. Okay. In general, when at what point in your life did you fight the most? When I was a teenager. And what was it mostly about? Selfishness. Growing up. Just things. wanting things my way and not getting my way. And so I'd yell and scream. It was a very emotionally charged, loud. Like, I was a way Squeaky that you've voice. never seen me. That's know? true. Yeah. And so, like, if things were, weren't going my way or people weren't doing things the way I wanted, I'd scream and I'd yell and I'd throw stuff and I'd, you know... That's probably the, the most, like, fighting I've ever done. But as an adult... It was always with family, never with, like, yeah. friends or strangers or... No, yeah, just family. He's, like, he's super chill. Like, always giving people benefit of a doubt, like... I think it was a lot like James. Like, you, you, like you feel you... comfortable around your family, comfortable enough to fight sometimes. Right. But, I mean, you see James and Hill. He's a good kid. He's a hard worker. But when he gets pushed, he just... He goes over the top. Yeah. With his emotions and his screaming. And that's how I was. Same thing. And same thing for me. So, like, I... It's just interesting because I watched a video, a home video of Michael as a kid. And you always bring up this story. I always bring it up story. because that's, that's the only reference I have. But it was just, you know, he just got mad playing sports with his dad. He just got mad and yelled. And, I, and it shocked me when I saw it as an adult being married to him because that's not him. I was like, whoa, <laughs> that's not familiar to me. He does not do that anymore. And it was just really, really, well, first of all, that's comforting to me, knowing that, like, you've come so far. Mm -hmm. um, but honestly, you would have seen some video. If my family had a video camera, that's the thing. Mm -hmm. We didn't have a video camera, so I'm lucky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because you would have probably seen some things exactly like that. Like, I think I fought the most as as a teenager too probably i think what happened was all the way up until i was 14 or 15 um because the person who i fought with the most was my brother andrew mm -hmm. Whew, we fought a lot like every day basically i disagreed with almost everything that came out of his mouth and that was really like and it was more of a like, I'm going to defend myself, so I'm going to be on the defensive all the time. 
Um, and then he went on his mission to, you know, the Northwest and he ended up coming back. And I just remember thinking, I have two years with him gone. And when, when he comes back, I don't want to fight. And so it was like, I think through that whole two years, I was like, I'm not going to fight when he gets back. I'm not going to fight when he gets back. I'm not going to fight when he gets back. And that was hard, especially because when he got back, he took my car, <laughs> which was his car when he first left. So you took his car. And then I used it. And it was like, then don't say amazing. Took my car. You're right. That would start car. a fight with Andrew. He just took his car back from you who took it from him. Which was very frustrating. And he probably never even gave you permission to drive it while I was gone. I can't remember the details. And it was of it. his. But car. I do know that I had so, permission to use it. By That's your mom and dad, know. who didn't have the authority because they didn't own it. Your Andrew, brother Andrew did. I can't remember. I bet but, that's what it was. Well, do you want to start a fight about it? I'm just saying. <laughs> let's make sure the I'm facts sure, are clear. I'm sure there were nitty. I know there's nitty gritty details about it that I don't remember that he would probably remember. This may be which is theory, also part but of. But I still want you to be honest stop. with everything. That's also part of why we probably fought a lot. Because he does remember little details. See how she quiet silences me when I start speaking the <laughs> truth? Stop. You don't even know. You weren't even there. You weren't even born yet. <laughs> I need to be there. I know, you guys. I know things. <laughs> hey, you're making it sound like I'm lying. I wasn't. I just had permission to use his Half car. Truth. I had permission to use his car while he was gone. And then when he got back, he took his car back. And it felt like it was my car. So... But it wasn't, and I loved that little car. I even, I even backed into a telephone pole with it. But, That's what you do when you love a car. Yep. <laughs> you back into telephone poles. Oh, you know what? That actually reminded me of something. I only backed into a telephone pole because I was fighting with Stephen, my brother. <laughs> wow. Because for some reason, he had a. So he was like, I'm going to go out and get me a job. He was like 14. Uh -huh. And I was like, okay, fine. Go get a job. Like, that doesn't affect me. Well, turns out it did affect me because my mom was like, you have to get up and drive him around in the paper route. Which, by the way, now I would have been like, I'm getting half that money. I'm doing half the work. Mm -hmm. There's no way that I don't get paid on it. I know. That's totally true. <laughs> you would never, You would never submit to that. He just did a boomerang. <laughs> I'm going to post on Facebook, on Instagram and say, leave us some questions that you want us to talk about in our next podcast. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. So. Do it. Okay. <sighs> but that same day, it was interesting because we were, I was so angry at Steven because I had, I was forced to go drive him around to do the paper route and didn't want to do it and i didn't want to do it because he had to wake up at the butt crack of dawn and i hated waking up early and i was not good at it and <laughs> melatonin was not invented back then just kidding it probably was but we didn't use it uh, which is how i get to bed at a good time now and um we were yelling at each other after the paper route because i was really frustrated with him and he was really frustrated with me and lightning no joke we were yelling at each other out in the yard and lightning struck a tree right next to us. And it was the loudest, scariest thing that has ever happened. And I was like, sorry, Stephen. And he's like, sorry. And we ran in the house like, I think Heavenly Father's mad at us. <laughs> like, he legit 
lightning bolt was gonna strike us down for fighting with each other. I'm like thinking about it now. I'm like, yeah, that's what I pretty much do whenever my kids fight too. <laughs> if I had the power to lightning bolt, I would use that. <laughs> that's really true. Yeah. <laughs> Did I ever tell you the story about when I was very close to a lightning bolt? Are you changing the subject from fighting? No. You okay, were that's just all right. A story about lightning bolts. I want to tell you yes, a story. Yes, tell me. So I was at scout camp in Florida as a teenager. I was probably 15. And we were going out into this basketball court and it was all outdoors. So me and my friends went out to this basketball court and there's a bunch of other kids out there playing. And we're like, hey, you guys want to play a game? Let's play a game. And the guys were like, yeah, let's go. Let's play a game. So we're like, all right, we're going to take you guys out. And they're like, no way. We're going to take you guys. So we're like all just trash. random people. Trash talking to each other. Yeah, just some other <laughs> scouts or whatever. So here we are like converging on this basketball court, trash talking to each other, getting ready to like throw down a basketball game. And it was just barely like starting to sprinkle. It's a little bit stormy, but not really like raining. Yeah. And then right in that instant before we even started playing, while we were trash talking to each other, a lightning bolt struck right on the basketball court. Where you were. And I saw the, the lightning bolt hit Whoa. down. And it was like probably as big around as like a really big tree. Like, <gasps> probably this big. Just like oh, a right there. And we were all like, and it was like deafeningly loud. Yes. It, and it makes your ears shook. ring and your eyes are like blinded for a second. Every I, I just, in my memory, everything shook and everyone kind of was like, and then we just scattered. And, and that was like, at least you weren't fighting for real. You were just pretend fighting. <laughs> yeah, it was terrifying. Wow. But yeah, that was my experience. Terrifying. Wow. Crazy. Whew. So um, it's worth noting that like, I think both me and you used mm -hmm. to fight a lot. Well, I I do have memories within our marriage where... No, not with each other. I wasn't thinking about that. Oh. Well, but maybe I should. <laughs> now that you said that. <laughs> well, I was just... I was Go just ahead. going to say, like, there have been times in our marriage where we would fight for a couple of days about something or other. Yeah. And we wouldn't give in. And I remember thinking... And I have to say, our fighting was never screaming at each other. No, it wasn't. But it was... Disagreeing with each other. And, and overall, not talking, you know, being angry, being... I think... It, you know, rude, rude to each other. Two days was the most anything has ever lasted before we're like, we need to work this but out. But there were times where it was like, we might be fighting about something or disagreeing about something, kind of, bump, you know, bumping heads... And then we kind of talk a little bit about it and things cool off just a little bit. Mm -hmm. But then something else comes to the surface and we're fighting again about something yeah. totally different. But it, but overall, I felt like there was just tension between us. We were very like, we were so attracted to each other and are so attracted to each other when we were first married. Like I'm not even thinking when we were first married. I'm thinking like after several years. I'm just saying like, I feel like we were very similar people but also very different people yeah. and because of that like and we both were leaders in our own respect so i feel like we butted heads a lot and like you know we both come from families with nine kids and we both are very close to like the age of so like he's number four three, three and i'm number four and so like of like the nine kids. And so I was always around lots of younger kids, bossing them around and he was too. And so we get married and we start doing that to each other and it just didn't work. <laughs> Definitely did not work. 
Yeah, for sure. So we've had our disagreements and it's been really hard. But in those moments, I remember thinking like, we have bad marriage. We don't get along very well. This is the thing about Michael. If like when bad things happen, it's almost like everything is bad. I just have a hard time like handling it. I think at the time I, I remember thinking we just always are fighting. It's, we're always disagreeing. It feels like always when Even it's if that it's just impactful. One day. Yeah. Yeah. But then when, when things are good, it's like, man, things are really good. We're, mm-hmm. We always get along so well. And then we but, have a bad but day. But overall, like, I really feel like we haven't fought that much. In no, we marriage. really do. And I think we've gotten better. Wait, we really do fight that much? No, we don't. We do <laughs> okay. get along. Okay, like, yeah. Okay. I'm like, wait, we really do? <laughs> really? Ah. And, I, and I think even more so, like, we've been doing YouTube full time now for four years. Yeah. And I think the hardest times of our marriage were, you know, several years ago. like maybe Before YouTube. Maybe when I first quit my job and things were kind of rocky as I was coming and working from home. Before I quit my job, when I was still working full time. Okay, let's talk about this. You're talking timeline of our worst fights and like main disagreements that we've had in our marriage. I would say the very first thing was for me when we were married, like I was so sick and I I was basically a different person once we got married because I got pregnant. Right. And I think that made a lot of miscommunication with you because you know, you thought it would be a certain way. And there was a lot of of miscommunication that way because it was like we weren't saying what we expected through marriage. In fact, we didn't even know what we really wanted until we were there in the moment. And then we're like, this is what I want. But you never, we never expressed that to each other like beforehand. So I think like, and we've talked about this before where we've we've talked about how like there's just certain things that you can't prepare for until you figure out who you are in that situation and then you're like okay this is what i want right like sex well (laughs) if you've never experienced it how do you know what your preferences are or how do you know like yeah yeah exactly and so i think that after getting married we're like oh that's actually i hate it when that happens or oh i hate can't stand the way you do this or that Mm mm-hmm um but but ultimately i think we've worked through so many of our biggest disagreements yes um and we've learned how to communicate so much better over Mm -hmm. the last four years to where we're at a point now in our marriage where it's very rare for us to disagree or fight or argue about anything it feels so it's almost so foreign now foreign it feels so like wrong if we ever are mad at each other Right. I think we're we're mostly on the same page all the time. But it's taken us years to get to this point. But uh, yeah, and you're right. And I think like, there's it's been not always been this huge um well like one year into our marriage we had a big fight about how often we would Is that all the thing that's not the only thing we ever fought about. No, it wasn't. But you're making it sound like No, that's... but we did have a disagreement and we were like, "Okay, we have to just like both compromised and we both compromised and came to a solution and and that's worked ever since but like there's been that and then there was like parenting and then there was like schooling and like just big major fights throughout the years and i say big major i think our biggest arguments have been about things that we're both very passionate about yeah like very strong decision like i feel very 
powerfully about this thing. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, I'm the complete opposite. And I also feel really mm-hmm. passionate. <laughs> Those are our biggest fights. It's not usually trivial stuff. No. Um, but I will say that trivial stuff definitely wears away at your tolerance. For the bigger stuff. For the bigger stuff. Right? Like, it, you know, one thing that bothers me a lot is you're constantly leaving lights on wherever you go. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just so absent-minded it's not yes. intentional you're just kind of like well i just turn on all the lights in the house and it's the middle of the day <laughs> and i think it's somewhat my eyesight too like i have bad eyesight and if i turn on the lights it makes it a little bit better so i just no thought to turn off the light because that's also like taking off my glasses and it, it's really irritating to take off my glasses but see it's these little conversations though that are important because i feel like um without them there's no understanding for where the other person is coming from. Yeah. And like, I think a lot of people don't have these conversations. I feel like, I feel like in a lot of marriages, you know, you might say that, that, and I might be like, no, I don't want to. And then you might be like, you can't, you won't budge for me. Like, and that means to you, you don't love me. You know what I mean? Like, and but these are all just like in inner thoughts, care. or you don't even care what I feel. Right. Like you don't even care about my feelings, which translates to you don't love me, or you're not or loving you don't me love right me now. Enough to care. Yeah. Where it's like, no, that's not it at all. There needs to be communication there, you know, to like work through these, even the little things. I feel like it can't be like a brother sister thing where it's like you just fight about it and you just ignore each other and then you just scream and you know, I love you. I love you. You know, like, no, it's like, I think what has made our relationship so good is that we have started with the most important things that have bothered us the most, one thing at a time, you know, one month at a time, whatever, and like worked through those things until we actually feel good. And I think on top of that, something that's really been a huge difference maker with our or way of communicating and working through disagreements is our like deep, powerful desire and love for the other person. Mm-hmm. Like I genuinely am like, I want you to be so happy. I want you mm-hmm. to be, you know, well taken care of. I want you to be, you know, excited about life and I don't want to stifle that. And so See, those, those things that you just said don't get said enough in people's relationships i think a lot of relationships i think they get so so frustrated with each other like everything starts off with a lot of love and infatuation and you know and then they get married but when they start having those hard times you're like you're so inconsiderate you don't care about my feelings Mm -hmm. well you don't care about my feelings you don't really love me you know you don't really even care that much and i think it just rubs away and it becomes raw to the point where it's like they'll actually they're so upset by the other person they'll they'll go out of their way to try to make the other person more upset Mm -hmm. and more like they'll actually poke and prod each other Mm -hmm. to try to make them angry because that's how they feel they're being treated Mm -hmm. but but not intentionally but yeah that's how they feel yeah so if i was frustrated by you leaving lights on i might do something intentionally to upset you Mm -hmm. just to try to get back at you for disrespecting my preferences yeah which we have done in the past right and it's kind of a downward spiral Mm-hmm. versus when you just genuinely are like, I just flat out love you and I want you to be so happy yeah. and I'll do anything I can to make you happier, whatever mm-hmm. it takes. If you want to leave all the lights on, fine. 
I'm going to be perfectly happy with that because I know that it brings you joy or whatever, mm-hmm. like that you're willing to do those things. And then it becomes an upward spiral of I do something kind for you. And then you're so thankful, like you do something out of your way, unasked for kind for me. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I have the best wife and I'm going to do something even better for you. Like it just yeah. goes up, 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 up. And let me just say something. Let me insert something right now. Can you imagine if I in this moment said something sarcastic like I knew you would see my way about lights or, you know, that's not sarcastic. But like if I said something sarcastic or if I brought in like a jab somehow, I feel like that would undo all the progress that was that we have made in this conversation of just trying to understand each other. I think something else really important is openness and and no like vulnerability, vulnerability. Like I'm going to be able to speak my heart and Mm -hmm. soul to you. And I have no fear that you're going to hurt me. Yeah. Even though I'm like opening up my most sensitive, tender, yeah, like spiritual. See, what you're saying right now too is just so good because I feel like we've learned that over time that we can't just jump into a deep conversation and be like, we can't just jump into a deep conversation and not prepare the other person for it so that they're like, okay, first thing, you know, what we say is first thing. I love you. (laughs) That's when I know something's (laughs) coming. (laughs) And that's the most important thing. Okay. I love you. I truly do. Right. But we need to work through this thing. Okay. If we don't start off the conversation that way, I think it just sets people up for failure in a way. Well, it's like... We're having they a defend great, themselves there's instantly. Been, well, there's been times that you've done that. We're having this great day. We just went on a date. You know, maybe we're having a good time and we just got dinner or whatever. We're having a great conversation. You're like, oh, and by the way, I really hate the way you do this thing. And I'm like, ah, where did that <laughs> come from? Stabbing the heart. Like, yeah. I thought we were having a good day. And now yeah. you're just going to ruin it with like this horror. Okay, fine. I guess that's where we're going. And you know, it's a lot harder to take that. Oh, yeah. When when it comes out of the blue. Oh, by the way. Mm-hmm. Usually if I ever do anything like that, it's like I'm close to my period or I don't feel well. You know what I mean? Or pregnant. Pregnant <laughs> is tact. really hard <laughs> to have tact for me. Like I just say things and I'm so much less sensitive like and there's i'm very t- insensitive because i'm so much more sensitive in other ways <laughs> and also there's been times where you're like hey i really want to talk about something and i'm like i'm really overwhelmed by something else and my mind is on that thing and i just can't handle it right now and so- in the beginning of our marriage i would have said too bad we need to talk about it right now so but now in our marriage i know it's worth the wait like if you are oh, right. if you are in a stressful place or if like if i'm overwhelmed by a project that i'm con- that's consuming my mind and i'm yeah. like stressed out by this thing and yeah. you're like hey let's have this really deep conversation and i'm in the mood to talk about yeah. it and i'm like ah, i just can't handle it right but now. there is like one is it called a caveat or whatever where like it there's one exception where it's like if it's really 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 important like now and it, it's more if it's important urgent. if it's there's urgent difference then we like have to, to do it now. If if it's something that's like, oh, by the way, this thing is happening in a half hour. Yeah. And we yeah. need to talk about this. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, okay, well, now we do have to talk about Which it Which right is interesting because sometimes if we're in the middle of a fight, we have to go to film a video and we have to act all happy. Oh, those are the or hard like, ones. Or like we have to go and we're going to be at somebody else's house. And like it will be obvious 
that we are angry at each other and we're like, ah, we have, we need more time to work through this, but we don't have the time to work through this. And sometimes we oh, legit put on a happy face and go out and they're like, everything is good. And then, you know, we have a, a good time. <laughs> and as soon as we're done, we're like, okay, let's talk about this. We have to, oh, we yeah. have to move on. I feel like I can't remember a time where we have legit um hold on i just forgot what I was saying. where we have legit just left a fight the way it is unresolved actually there is one and that is just homeschool versus public school it's just kind of an ongoing debate where we were yeah. we're constantly like but we're not like fighting you know no it's just like a it's a consistent disagreement yeah you always want to do things a little bit differently i always want to do things a little bit differently we just constantly are compromising and compromising and i feel like that one we haven't gotten to like the perfect compromise yet but we still are working well on that's it. just the thing is though there's some things where i don't think there is a perfect compromise that will last mm -hmm. forever because the situation is always changing yeah you know the that's kids true. the kids are growing up and so what might be right now might not be right in six months from now. Yeah. And so in that way, I feel like we find a compromise that works right now. Mm -hmm. In six months, we're like, we need to talk about this because that's not working and we're in a new situation. And so we need to reevaluate. Yeah. You know, what's funny is um, back in the day when we were doing vlogging, I always felt the urge to have a fight on camera. And by have a fight on camera, I meant disagree with each other and work it out on camera to show our viewers how we do it. It's not pretty. No. It's nitty gritty details of things we're irritated by and and we want, but the thing is like, and we always start it with, you know, I love you and we need to work it out. It's also very long process. Sometimes yeah. our deep, hard conversations go on for hours. Or days. With long pauses, pauses mm -hmm. in between, like mm -hmm. where I'm thinking or you're thinking, like mm -hmm. it's, it's, you really have to be, I don't know, like if you have we to, to be there, but we wouldn't let you be there because it would be too uncomfortable for you to be there. <laughs> there's a very small percentage, a very few select people that would actually be interested in watching that kind of a conversation. I don't think so. I disagree. Let's have a fight. <laughs> so desperate. No, but really, no, but I'm serious. I think it, I think there's a much higher percentage than you think. I do want to hear back from you guys and your opinions on this. Now that we have a disagreement, pick a side. <laughs> no, I'm just saying like, do you think a lot of people would like to hear how a, a fight is worked out? Because I, I truly believe there's a very, very high percentage of people that never resolve them. Even the little things that just butt heads constantly. And I think that... I think there's three things that happen when a conversation, when you get in a fight. I think you either fight or you have apathy and you just kind of roll over, go numb yeah, or you work it out. Right. And like, I think those three things happen way. I think the working it out is the least common, common yeah. of all of them. Like, because if not, where would our world be today if we were able to truly work out conversation, work out fights with each other? Well, we'd have world peace. We would. And so I know that the percentage is very low. <laughs> <laughs> I think the hardest thing for me, 
about the idea of filming a true disagreement or mm-hmm. argument is just knowing that the camera is there. I know. I agree. I agree. Will affect the how way we you communicate. Say. Well, because here's another thing. It's not only because I might think I don't want to look bad to the yes, world, and that's that's the but thing. But between us, it's I like, can be I my can, true raw. I'm gonna look bad, ugly. Yeah. You know. Well, and that's and that's the thing. Like we f- we disagree often. It's not something that we don't ever disagree, and so we don't ever fight. It's like no, we d- we have disagreements all the time. We just know how to work through them. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the hard part about putting a disagreement online is people pick sides and all of a sudden they go oh well i'm i completely agree with this person and it's like unless you have love for that person you could totally just disregard the other person and hate them you know there would be people who would see our communication and it would trigger them to be like oh my gosh, I can't believe Michael would say that. Yeah. I, I can't believe his viewpoint. He's such a horrible person and the way he talks to you is so because disrespectful. Because there's a lack of love because they didn't marry you. Like, right. they're not married to you and they're not invested. That's the thing. Like, we are so invested in our relationship. We want it to work. Right. We love each other. And that's really the only thing that has kept us together through all of these disagreements. But anyone online... You're not married to us. <laughs> you know, like you don't have to be invested. You can say very hurtful things or make very snap judgments that you know, not only would you not see the full picture, but um it would be really really easy for you to just pick a side and hate the other person from that point on. So that's I do see like the danger. There is a there's a legit danger in fighting in front of people. <laughs> And I know this because I'm part of the Becca and Ryan show and everybody hates me on the Becca and Ryan show. No, they don't hate me, but they definitely pick Ryan's side because they feel bad for him. You also have plenty of supporters. <laughs> Whenever there's like a contest or whatever, That's there's true. plenty of people that are like, I don't even care what it is. Becca wins. <laughs> so funny i love the becca and ryan show though and it's all not serious it's we are never actually mean to each other ever like they would say they would call daylight nighttime if it meant that they were siding with you that's how (laughs) strong people are when i'm obviously lying i do like it when i'm obviously lying or doing something wrong and they're like i love becca she's the one (laughs) she's right and it's like obviously i'm not (laughs) (laughs) it's funny though yeah it's all in good fun it's all in good fun and i think that's another good point is like we laugh a lot we joke a lot and i know we already talked about that but like i think that's super helpful if we are having a conversation that's so tense that you can feel the thickness in the air, Brian has walked in on us having conversations before that he's like literally walked in, looked around for a minute and slowly backed away. Mm. <laughs> and we're like, talk to you later. <laughs> probably a good idea. <laughs> walk away wait what was i gonna say i lost my train of thought but what were you gonna say um probably just that like oh yeah humor in those moments is important like if if it's so thick if it's so 
I find it to be distracting and disrespectful sometimes. Sometimes, but also sometimes you appreciate it. Tell the truth. Just depends on how good you are at telling your humor. <laughs> it depends on how good the joke is. Yeah. I'll work on that. If it's like a crappy joke, I'm like, I'm not That's amused. not even fun. And then I'm like, too soon. <laughs> but then there's other times where you crack a joke and I'm like. Oh. And then we laugh a little bit and then we get right back to our conversation. But it's helpful, I think. When Even done. you make jokes sometimes. You have to admit the, it. The only reason I do it is because I know you love it. Because <laughs> I would never do that in a conversation with my family. That's true. That is so true. <laughs> I have tried to crack jokes when you were having a conversation with your family. It is not a good it's a idea. Bad idea. But in my family, it's like we can't even have a straight, fa- a straight conversation unless... The- I can't tell you how shocked I was. <laughs> The first time I was in a family council and everyone's talking about very serious things with in your family. In my family. And all of a sudden your dad tells a joke and everyone's laughing and I'm like, oh, what is happening? How, how strange. <laughs> it was so bizarre. That just makes me laugh. And the thing is, the reason why it makes me laugh is because I have been to his family council meetings and it is 100% different than that. That's the tense there you can no cut through, you know, like, and if I joke and I have tried, I have done it. And if, if you can imagine the most awkward scene in any movie that's a comedy, that's it. Except it doesn't have the laughing at the end of it, which is even worse because <laughs> it's always, it's like... I cracked this joke and it's legit like crickets and everybody's looking at me like, what are you doing? Read the room. And I'm like, do you even know? I'm like doing that thing that Ryan does where he's like, backing away slowly. (laughs) 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 I've done it too many times to count. It's just like so... Oof, that like that well that is so nerve-wracking Oof, i think i have ptsd from <laughs> just kidding <laughs> oh my goodness well that's arguments <sighs> that's arguments we've had some good ones I what's our worst one or two here on the podcast yeah we probably have. Well, we've had some really good like disagreements. Yeah, what's the worst we've ever disagreed in real life? The meanest, most angry fight we've ever had. I don't remember. I, I don't think we've ever had a fight. Like it's it, never been an actually no. I remember you. When we were first married and I was still strong, if we ever disagreed, I would start to try and wrestle you. And you once pinned me down and did drum roll, please, or suspenseful music, please. (laughs) Spit yo-yos over my face. It was the most maddening I had. That was so frustrating. I was so angry. Oh my goodness. Oh, I that is even... fun when we wrestle because you do get 
really mad. I get really mad. Because I am stronger than you. I am heavier than you. And I still win you. And you never win me. Oh my goodness. And it makes you You are really about angry. to get it. I always win. We're going to have to move these microphones out of the way. Something's going to get broken. You better watch out. (laughs) Seriously, though. Why are you so anxious to fight? This is like the first of all the things. Season three. What's the first (laughs) thing I want to talk about in season three? Fighting. (laughs) But you got some tension you need to like. Yeah. I need a punching bag and you're it. (laughs) Just kidding. Actually, I did used to have a punching bag that was very helpful. I remember. But um, saved me a lot. <laughs> also, he's never hit me, slapped me, hurt me, except for when you did spit yo-yos. That hurt. That hurt. You deserve it. <laughs> You're probably right, except for I think we were full on disagreeing with each other about something, and we just would not let go. You attacked me. It's true. You're probably right. <laughs> I am right. But this is making me want to fight you. Prove my strength. To, you want to wrestle with me? Yeah. I'll win. That I'm always, heavy right now. I'm a lot I heavier. could sit on you. I could squish you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't watch this on YouTube. I mean, watch this on YouTube. Don't listen to it. Just kidding. I don't know. Cut that part out. <laughs> I don't know what I was trying to say. <laughs> uh, good times. Uh, Ready to wrap it up? I think so. Okay. You're really pretty. <laughs> Thanks. I really like you. Will you ever say sorry for doing spit yo-yos on my face? Nope. You've done it now. If I do something and I'm justified punch. in doing it, I will not apologize. I just punched him right in the face. Because to say sorry. If you want to see us fighting, watch us on YouTube. Because to say sorry means to say that what I did was wrong and I should not have done it. And if I could go back. Do you even I remember why you did it? it? No, but I Of know course you don't. But I know that it was justified. <laughs> not. I'm a reasonable person. <laughs> Reasonable enough to do spit yo-yos in my face. To a woman who was attacking me. That was going to win, too. not justified attacking <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Are you tired already? Yep. <laughs> I don't want to break these microphones, and I know my ultimate strength when I start going super saiyan will probably ruin them. So. Well, I'm proud of you for knowing Saving what a super saiyan is. I don't, but I just know you say that. <laughs> All right, I think we're let's wrap up this episode of Beach Theory. <laughs> Guys, please leave us some comments. Ask us some questions. What's your worst fight you've ever been in? Uh, oh, when I was a kid, I I got in a fight at school and this girl pushed me down and punched me in the face. Talk about when you were taking taekwondo. Ooh, I forgot about that. In high school, oh yeah, I forgot about that too. In high school, I did, um, it was gung fu, kung fu kickboxing and it was really interesting because I feel like I had to switch my brain completely from like protection mode or like mothering mode to like I'm gonna kill you mode and it wasn't even like you know how I feel like men can do this much easier than women where they just switch to fight 
fight mode and then they get over with it and it's like not a big deal. But when women get in a fighting mode, it's scary because I feel like there's like no holds barred. It's just like it's dangerous. Anyways, I got in a fight with my... Because it's life or death. Yeah, it really is. Like, it's really scary. Because I can't just jokingly punch somebody. I can't. Well. (gasps) (laughs) That was not... yo-yo, here it comes. No, my goodness. (laughs) I'm much stronger now. I've been working all these years to be able to defend myself. I can still do it. Don't. Okay. Okay. (laughs) But, uh... I did get in a fight with my friend, and it was a very serious fight. It was very interesting because the tension in the air was very thick when the girls had to fight, and we wouldn't fight each other, and we wouldn't fight each other until the teacher was like, come on, do it. And then it was like, full-on serious mode, I'm going to kill you. It was so weird. Didn't you, like, black out and just, like, <sighs> No! <laughs> but, um... You, like, lose all rationale. And no. Just, like... No, it's just, I'm like, okay... Something in your brain switches and you cannot think about the loving tenderness of anyone else. Like you just have to be willing to hurt people. And that's so weird. Um, But we did end up fighting each other. And I can't remember. I think I was good at kicking. And um, we started punching each other. But she punched me right. My friend, one of my best friends in high school, punched me right in the jaw. And it made me black out and fall to the floor. And I think... I got a bruise or something, but I've never been able to, I've never heard of people blacking out from getting punched in the jaw. It was so weird. It made me completely black out all the floor, but it was very <laughs> crazy. Yeah. Like for some reason, I was just like, whoa, okay. <laughs> I don't remember much more about it. Probably lost all my. <laughs> it worked. Lost all my memories. <laughs> Wait, what are we talking about? <laughs> Thank you guys for watching Beast Theory. <laughs> uh, this is a good episode. Yeah. Fighting is fun. When you, you win. Compromise and you both <laughs> feel better That's at true. the end. That's true. And actually it's not fun. Well, I was just, <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't correct me earlier. <laughs> what is this? We've traded places. You're the one making jokes and serious conversations, and I'm the one correcting you and saying, what are you doing? Whoa. It's happening more and more often. I feel like we're switching places. Anyways, that's a subject for another day. Thanks, guys, for watching Beast Theory. We really appreciate your support. Make sure to leave us a comment on YouTube. Yes. You can send us a video, or sorry, you can send us a voice response comment on Anchor. And ask us some questions. Can we use their actual voices on here? We sure can. So if you do leave a voice comment, just know that it might actually be put into the podcast to be heard. So ask us some serious don't say any swear words. Question, <laughs> advice, whatever yeah. you have. Tell us the story and we'll give you our two cents. Ooh, that sounds fun. I know, I'm excited. All right, let's do it. Bye. Beach theory out.